what are these bumps? But like, but so like, I mean, I think like you know, obviously, that be the title of this episode. Oh no! What are these bumps? No. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Hello and Goodbye. Again, my name is Leanna Hamilton. Hopefully, within the next few months, I will be switching my last name to actually my middle name. So I'll be Leanna Joan, which is what you see on all my social media platforms. I have a really exciting episode for you today. I'm bringing on someone to join me. We are talking about how to know if he likes you, how to know if he doesn't. And basically, I'm sharing three stories that happened over New Year's and very clear which one of us was liked by this guy and which one wasn't. So I think you guys will have fun with that. We're also talking about a couple of crazy blowjob stories at the end. So stay tuned for that. And just wanted to kind of give you guys an update on my dating life because we didn't address that in the main part of the episode. I am definitely single. I have been on one date in the last month and it was with a 24 year old super sweet guy really nice and he was definitely he was definitely interested and very pursuant and I was interested in meeting him and kind of to see if there could be some chemistry but ultimately the age thing just it was just too much for me he is still lives with his parents and he is finishing up his second bachelor's and wants to go to med school and all of that. And that's so great. But I just, you know, I've, I've already raised one man (laughs) and I just, I don't know that I have the strength in me to raise another. So anyway, I am not on the dating apps right now. I'm going back and forth of whether I should go back on them, mainly for content for this podcast, because I'm not a crazy fan of the dating apps. I will shout out Hinge is probably my favorite way to go about it. So if you guys are interested in dating apps, I would recommend Hinge. But anyway, that's basically all. We touch a little bit on my guest relationship and we didn't get to talk about it as much as I'd like. So we'll bring that up in the following episode. But otherwise, I hope you guys enjoy. I want to announce a very special person that's going to be joining me for a few episodes of this podcast. This is Jared Rodriguez. Let me see that. So I asked Jared to create a bio for me of how how he wants to introduce me. And I'm just going to read it to you guys verbatim. Jared... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have to have a a chance to explain myself at some point here. But okay, Okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Jared, this this is what... Jared is... A 38-year-old PhD, like, professor. Sure. Okay. And this is his bio. (laughs) Jared is my friend. (laughs) He is 38 and has dated a lot of people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All all true. And now on the more serious end, Jared has a master's in counseling psychology and a PhD in higher education. His doctoral research focuses on college student health behaviors, and he is a health educator for college students as part of his current professional role, dealing with topics like alcohol safety, mental health, consent, and healthy relationships. So I thought he's kind of a perfect addition to this podcast. Plus we've been friends for how long? We actually, so to your, to the thing you recorded earlier, we 
became friends like a few months before you got divorced like i remember no it was before that we were friends was it like a year and so then it was like a year i want to i want to say like we were friends for two years before my marriage really yeah okay yeah i think we were friends for two years because you my ex and i yes used to hang out yep yeah well, and I was, I mean, I was friends with both of you, but more you and then yes. with him through you. One of and those begrudgingly, things, right? he, <laughs> he hung out with you. <laughs> oh, how dare you? How dare so you? So we're actually at, in Jared's room, this, our recording studio, uh-huh. uh, because my house has a toddler living in it. So we're yes. here. And Olive, my dog, I haven't mentioned her yet, is not allowed, unfortunately, Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. shucks. Well, she'll be in an episode soon. Yeah. But I also forgot to say that I'm 33. So I'm okay. 33. You're 38. And funny that l- listeners know that neither one of us, like, lives in our own home. So, like, we're doing great. Like, we're doing great. I just want to say that. We're in our 30s. I'm living, <laughs> Both, like, living not independently. Yeah, yeah. But first of all, that's a smart financial decision. Welcome to yes. 2019. Yes. Our parents' generation ruined the economy. Yes. What are you going to do? <laughs> Damn baby boomers. <laughs> okay, okay, wait. Time out. Yeah. Just to explain my intro, you asked me to write an intro that would explain like what I'm doing on a dating podcast. And so one of them is that I'm your friend. Like, you you know, I'm not <laughs> yes. like, you're not bringing me on because I'm like an expert necessarily. Yes. And then the other thing is I date a lot of people. I think that's <laughs> part of my credentials. You definitely. Definitely, I think that you have dated more people than I have. I think you have more dating experience. Than I think I have. I've dated more people than most. <laughs> I think you've been on more first dates yeah, than totally probably true. anyone in the Inland Empire. Yeah. Well, we should. We we can't get too deep into my psychology. That'll be okay. Boring and a mess. Well, tell the listeners a little bit about what's going on in your dating life right now. Okay, so I started dating someone maybe two and a half, three months ago, and we met on Hinge, I guess, to just buzz market that app. Um, At Hinge, sponsor us, please. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that'd be cool. Yeah, so I'm dating someone. It's still sort of new, but it's going really well so far. So That's great. Yeah. Very cool. And you guys vacation together. I know. That's crazy. It's like a little For quick. the holidays in Mexico. Yeah. That's a big step. Yeah, well, yeah, it's... So it's, I, you, you don't know this, but she has kids. So she has a daughter who's 20 and a son who's 13. Okay. And so we were like, well, if we're going to see each other over the house, she was like, well, let's take a trip. And I'm like, well, you can't be away from like your son. Sure. And so we, uh, the three of us drove down to Mexico. Wow. It's been like a week and a half. Yeah. So it, it was, wow. it was a little crazy. I mean, it's early, but you know, so we met. In like early October, I guess, as she pointed out to me recently, which I did not realize this, we've spent every, like at least part of every weekend together since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it seems like, well, and we're going to talk a little bit about this later in the episode. The idea of what we're diving into is when to know if he likes you and when hmm. to know if he doesn't. And one of the things that I love about Jared too is I tend to be a not a very rational person. <laughs> <laughs> I can be a little impulsive, a little irrational, and I, I, my emotions can often get the best of me, which I've done a lot better with mm-hmm. as I've gotten more grown up. Okay, so we are fresh into 2020. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about a couple stories that happened right at New Year's. And this goes along with the whole, does he like me, does he not? I have a girlfriend who was in Redlands. She was celebrating New Year's, met this guy at a house party, and his friend came up to him and was like, hey, my friend thinks you're really cute. That happens like 
That still happens. Like not in high school? <laughs> yeah, that still happens. Now, granted, they are in their 20s. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Anyway, she's like, okay, sure. So we ended up hanging out and made out a little bit. Spent the, not the night together, but spent the rest of the night celebrating. Uh-huh. And then he got her number. And then he waited till the next day at 10 p.m. to text her. Mm-hmm. And was like, hey... I don't remember what she said. Hey, how are you doing? Or hey, when can you hang out? Or whatever. But they made plans and then they went out on a date on Friday night. Mm-hmm. So I'm, and then from there, she's not really sure she likes this guy anymore. But I think that was very assertive of him. He liked her. He got her number. They made out a little bit. They met for their date Friday night, but he picked out the place. They drove together. They made out. They had fun. And then he was like, when can I see you again? Mm-hmm. Oh, they, actually, I think they went out a third time and he brought her flowers. Oh, which wow. I thought was really sweet. Yeah. Well, then she's kind of decided maybe she's not really into him. But that's story number one. Okay. Okay, story number two. My best girlfriend was in Chicago celebrating New Year's. And after midnight, she and her group of friends goes to this like fancy club in Chicago. And she meets this guy who's like all about her. I swear she told me they were only hanging out like maybe an hour, two hours. He gets her number, texts her the next day, I want to take you out on a date tonight. Well, she couldn't go because she wasn't feeling well. So they canceled the date. So he's like, I want to take you out on a date the next night. Well, then that was canceled because her flight ended up leaving early. So she flies back to LA. He's like, when can, he's basically like, can you fly here? I'm going to fly you here. Hmm. And she was like, I can't. Like, I just started my real estate business. I can't leave LA. And he's like, okay, I'll come to you. Like, I'll just fly to you. So they have a weekend planned where this guy is getting on a plane. He's met her, spent time with her for two hours. They've been texting back and forth. The banter's super cute. This guy is 30, so he's seven years younger, which is kind of interesting. Okay. But way into her. Uh-huh. Now, he does have money, so I'm sure that changes the logistics of him sure. being able to sure. fly out to yeah, her. Yeah. But... That is clearly a guy who's very interested in a girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so then there's me. <laughs> this, why do I always get the, the short end of the stick? So I meet this guy on New Year's Eve. Again, after midnight, we met at this rooftop bar in Little Italy, the Kettner Exchange. Highly recommend it. Super cute. And I went up and started bantering with him and this other guy that... I was waiting for a drink and I started bantering with them. Well, then he looked very interested. So we started talking and I was like immediately very attracted to this guy. Our chemistry was great. Granted, he had probably had a lot more to drink than I had. Okay. But he seemed very interested. Got my number. Um, I had to leave with my friends. And so I was like, you know, I'm here for the next couple days. If you want to hang out, let me know. And then we were waiting for the Uber and he calls me and he's like, where are you? It's New Year's Eve. Please come spend the rest of the night with me. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to see you. I want to hang out with you. Mm -hmm. I don't do, I don't do hookups anymore. Sure. Like, it's just not, it's not for me. I get attached and I get paranoid and it just doesn't work. Which, by the way, that, just that text that you just described is the classic, like, I'm a guy who's kind of drunk who's like and it's it's not necessarily that he like only was trying to get laid or whatever but he's like he's doing the like let me text this person but he had but, but, he had not very strong sound, motives yes but, yes but not make it sound like i'm just trying to get laid so it's like the it's the i want to see you tonight text that somehow has to sound like sweet and meaningful yes. you know what i'm saying yeah. because it can't just be like 
yo, where are you? Like, let's hook up. So he's like, no, I just, I really felt something when we were together. You know, like yes. there's, so, there's always something like yes, that. Yes, I agree. And he did, he played me very well. <laughs> uh, because I was so, I was like very drawn to him. And so I was like, you know what, whatever. But on the phone I said, okay. I said, I will come hang out with you. But just so you know, we are not having sex tonight. Hmm. Because for me, it's now very important to set that boundary and guideline before. Because I've been accused of in the past of giving the guy blue balls. He didn't know he wasn't going to get laid. I mean, just shitty stuff. Shitty behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, we're not having sex, but I'll come hang out with you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course. He's like, I, I have a 21 year old sister and a mom. He's like, I'm not, I don't push anybody. So we go back to his place and we're like making out a little bit. And he tries to like stick his hand down my pants. And, <laughs> I, like, you going and I had, I was getting over a UTI. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want anybody near anything. Like okay. I, like that was off the market for me. Yeah. And so I said, no, 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 no. And then he didn't listen. And I had to grab his wrist and pull his hand away from me, which mm. side note, guys, consent is around every aspect of sex, fingering, making out, taking someone's top off, mm-hmm. touching their breasts. If they say clothes stay on, you better fucking keep yeah, their clothes sure. on. Like consent yeah. is like, if they say no, don't fucking do it. I'm so mm. tired of that. Anyway. And normally what you just described happens in that order. Yes. Fingering, yes. making it, and then making out, then touching breasts. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. I mean, I'm just joking. <laughs> I was going to say it was a little, <laughs> little different order. But uh, usually it's like the breasts first, whatever. Guys, guys just like... <laughs> Like, cool down a little bit. Like, touching, like, you touching your breast is, like, not that great. Okay? So, just cool down a little bit and be, I don't know. What? I like that you're segueing into giving dudes advice here. Okay, but, but they should be start. getting advice. Okay. That's true. So, anyway, I set aside the fact that I had to, like, force his hand away from me twice. Mm-hmm. And we just fell asleep. We passed out. The next morning I wake up, I'm like, oh, I have to go meet my friends for brunch. So I paid myself. He didn't offer to pay for my Uber. Mm-hmm. And I had to take a 35-minute Uber to my friend's house. So, so again, he did not offer to pay. So so I, I want to make this very clear. This guy has yet to spend any money on me. Right? Because we met oh, yeah. after the, the ball dropped. Mm-hmm. I was done drinking. Mm-hmm. I just wanted water. So I got us waters. I was the one that got us the waters. Um, okay, he did pay for the Uber back to his place, but he had to Uber back to his place anyway. It was like I was just like a passenger, sure, right? Sure. <laughs> you were just in Uber pool at that point. Yes. When I got up and I was like rushing around trying to like gather my things, he didn't offer to make me coffee, nothing like that, like zero effort. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I get in my Uber. I'm I'm driving home, and he texts me, "I miss you already." He's like, "I want to see you later," like the kissy face, and I'm. Like, I'm pretty starry-eyed over this guy. Like, Mm -hmm. this is the first guy in a long time that I've felt really, really attracted to. See, now that's interesting to me, even after the performance the previous night. and You know, like, the the sort of, like... I know. Not listening very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... And the reason, I think the reason why I let that slide is because I felt a connection. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I felt very comfortable with this guy. Like I felt like he liked me and like, and then I wrote it off like he was probably a little drunk. Mm, right. Okay. 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 So he's like, yes, we're going to hang out later. I'll let you know. I'm going to brunch with my friends too. Dude goes dark on me for five hours. 
So we had been texting nonstop, and then I don't hear from him. Which wouldn't be weird, except he was doing the, like, when can I see, like... Yes. Was well, he it, trying to tell you to, like, come back? Like No. No. Okay. No. But, okay, here's what was weird about it. It was, like, I guess, I guess there was a little bit of maybe mis-expectation on my part. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Mis-expectation? Sure. Like, not... Like no, no, okay, first of all, no, it's not a word. <laughs> I, I, was, I was hoping you would just continue on. So, not a word. However, I think I understand what you're saying. Okay. Which is you... I had higher expectations than what was going on. Yes. I was thinking he really liked me because yeah. of kind of these mixed signals that he was giving me. Mm-hmm. And I just thought he was going to ask me to like go on a date that night. Because I had told him I was leaving Thursday. And he said he wanted to see me again. Mm-hmm. So, I knew he was going out with brunch. Or brunch with his friends. Mm-hmm. I was going out to brunch with my friends. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I guess I was just hopeful that he was going to be like, hey, listen, can you meet me for dinner at 7? I want to take you out. Or I, I'm eating dinner with my friends, but I want to take you out for a drink. Like something that showed interest. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he goes dark on me. So instead of me, and I start, this is where I start to panic, right? Because I'm, if you read, if you know anything about the attachment styles, I'm very anxious with my attachment. And in the past, I would have been like, I can't believe you're ghosting me. That's so rude. I wish you would have just said something to me. But instead, I texted him. And, and I could have waited, but I'm, that's not who I am. <laughs> I texted him and I said, hey, listen, we had said we were going to hang out tonight. Yeah. I haven't heard from you. Uh-huh. Can you just let me know what's going on? That's it. Like, very straightforward. He texted me almost immediately and was like, hey, I'm getting ready to go. Sorry, I've been with my friends. I'm going ready to dinner. Like, didn't say anything about, I'll text you when I'm done. Um, I still want to see you tonight. Like, nothing. So I just responded, okay, well, good luck with everything. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, I didn't really, like, this wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So I closed that chapter and I went and had dinner by myself in at um, my favorite brewery in Little Italy, Ballast Point. Okay. I love that brewery. And Trying to get sponsorships all over the place. I know, right? <laughs> and while I'm sitting there, randomly he texts me. This was two hours later. Hi. Like, I, 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 I. Like, lots of eyes. What are you doing? Okay, so what does the multiple eyes say to you? It says, like, because that's how I communicate. Okay. So it was, like, kind of endearing to me. Okay. Like not so like, somehow the more eyes won yes, you over. Yes, yes. <laughs> I like a lot of eyes. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. So he's like, what are you up to? And I was like, I'm eating dinner. And he was like, I want to see you come to me. I said, no. Did he actually say it like that? He said, come to me? He was like, um, he said, I want to see you. He's like, oh, gosh, what did he say? Okay, um, as, as long as it wasn't, quote, come to me. It was. <laughs> That well, what be, kind of that come? That would be very odd. Hey, yo. No, no, no. I think it was more just like, come to my place or come over here to see me. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. And I said, no. I said, I paid for a hotel. I want to stay in my hotel. I'm mm-hmm. exhausted. You already ate dinner. I'm eating dinner now. I said, if you want to hang out, you come to me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get an Uber and I'll come there. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I mean, at, at least he's the one that's having to make the effort. So he shows up to my hotel at 10? 9.30 or 10 o'clock. And... When I, when had you guys like made this plan over text? Was it at like 9? At or 9. It, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Durable. he showed yeah. up there pretty quickly. Yeah. So he shows up and kind of gives me a kiss or whatever. And then I just said, I said, listen, I wasn't super crazy about how today went down. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like starting off the night... 
But I said real, it like romantic. But I said tone. it in a cutesy way, and the here's why I said it. <laughs> I, because he needed to apologize. Because you're like you're like I, but I scolded him in a cute way. I scolded him in a cute <laughs> way, and he needed to apologize and recognize that like I don't want to be treated that way. So mm-hmm. if he wants to continue to hang out with me, he can't treat me like that. So he was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm so sorry. Honestly, I was with this huge group of people and we were blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, I just thought we were going to like go on a date. Like I thought we were going to hang out or whatever. Anyway, moving forward, we got in bed. We're making out a little bit. Again, he tried, you know, the whole like hands in there. And again, I took his hand away. I mean, it was like, it was like deja vu, you know? So anyway, we made out maybe 15 minutes. And then I got up to go to the restroom. I came back. He was passed out. That's funny. Like pass out, like just mm-hmm. dead asleep. Yeah. I, I tried, like, I was like nudging him, like, hey, wait, can you, what's going on? Like, do you need to set an alarm? What's happening? And I was, wasn't ready to like go to bed. I didn't want the night to end. He was passed out the rest of the night. You should have like left and like this, the move at that point is you like, with like, well, like leave, go out to the bar, get a drink, like. <laughs> Should have a good time, right? I like, I mean, have. forget it. Like That would have been hilarious. Yeah. I should have, except for I had already taken all my makeup off. Ah. Yeah. Well. That's, a, that's a lot of reapplication. Ball cap? To, like, be presentable and to in the public. Bar? Okay, sure. Okay. Anyway, the next morning, I, I kind of wake up around, like, 6.30, and I go over and I snuggle with him or whatever. And he wakes up, jumps out of bed, like, puts his jeans on, is, like, buckling up. I'm like, hey, where are you going? And he's like, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta let my dog out, and I got to go to work. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well, you know, have a good day. And he reached over and, like, gave me, like, a kiss and was like, talk to you soon. He texts me a couple hours later and was like, hey, you know, how's your morning, blah, blah, blah. And I told him, you know, I had been on a phone call. I've been doing this, whatever. It's not very exciting. But basically, I just said, I one more time, I tried. One more time, I tried. Which, okay, I have to, like, speak for all listeners who are screaming at their devices right now. Like, why? <laughs> right? But, okay, go ahead. Because I really liked this guy. And for me, I feel more comfortable when I'm the pursuer. We can get into that a little later. But I do feel more comfortable when I'm the pursuer. I wonder if the mic is picking up our pouring more wine. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Should have done it like right si- on my Side right. note, I show up to Jared's house and the first thing I ask him is, where are my snacks and mm-hmm. where is the alcohol? Mm-hmm. And then you scolded me, but in a cute way. <laughs> so it was fine. They're all, they're all probably turning this off shortly too because of how loud my laugh is. No, my, I think mine's been louder. Really? We, yeah, we're like, we need, I wonder if there's a special mic we can buy for like, <laughs> for, people with ob- our obnoxiously laughs. loud laughs, yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, one more time I tried, I just said, listen, Ugh. I'm, <laughs> I said, I'm leaving later today. I have no specific time I need to come back in town. Let me mm. know if you want to grab lunch. Mm. I said, I was thinking about going on a run. Oh, and by the way, he responded, yes, I would I would love to do that. I think I can make time for that. And I said, well, I'm going to go on a run. Would you mind if I took a shower at your place? And then we went to lunch from there. He's like, yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Then goes dark on me again. Yep. And ghosted me for five hours. At that point, I went and lunch, had fucking lunch by myself mm-hmm. in La Jolla mm-hmm. and then left. I went home. I'm not going to wait around for this dude. Yep. So I get home and he texts me, hey, sorry, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And honestly, to me, that's just like, that's like, hey, sorry, I just don't really care about you. Yeah. I feel like it's the same thing. Yeah. Because if he really cared, he wouldn't have fallen asleep because he would have been really excited to see me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So later that night, so this is where I push things a little bit and people are going to probably think I'm crazy. But I can't 
and you and I were having this conversation yeah. earlier. Yeah. I can't, I can't just let things be. And here's why. Okay. I, I need closure because I liked this guy. Like, I felt a connection with this person. I was very attracted to him. This was the first time I felt this strong of a connection in a while. And I'm not saying, like, I was worried to marry him, but I wanted to go on dates with this guy. And if he continued to have me be a plan B for him, because that's ultimately what it was. I was his plan B. And would text me out of the blue, like... By the way, hang on. Shout out to plan B, potential sponsor. <laughs> also, guys, let's just use protection, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, emergency contraception is, emergency is a contraception, great option. Get it at any pharmacy. But also condoms yeah. are going to prevent condoms STDs. Better. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't want to be his plan B and I needed to just nip it in the butt. Mm -hmm. So I just said, I basically, I'm just going to, I'm going to shorten this because it's a long story, but basically <laughs> I just said, I can tell you're not really feeling this. Let's just be friends. And then I just haven't really heard from him since. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me in terms of reaction here? Because there's like so many ways to go. Well, okay. Well, let me explain why why I feel the need to do that. And I think, and this, I'm going to explain this to, I want the ladies to know this yes. why. Okay. Because, and you can let me know if this is true, but I think guys have this need to have multiple women in their life that are backup plans that they get encouragement from, they get attention, the adoration, they feel good about themselves until they meet the right person or the person that they're really into and then they pursue that person. And I, I know for myself, like I needed to draw that boundary and I needed to stop anything forward with this guy. Like, obviously, he wasn't that into me anyway. But I think I'm a very attractive person. And I think I make an impact on people that I hang out with, whether it's in a I'm you're scared me away or in a she's really attractive and kind of intense. I want to see her again. So I wouldn't have been surprised because he had said, when you come down to San Diego, let me know. Mm -hmm. Right. If I didn't cut it off, I would have let him know the next time I went down to San Diego. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I, w I would have wanted to see him again. Mm. And so it wasn't me cutting him off to let him know. It was me cutting him off for my sake. Like okay. I was okay. I was no longer going to let this guy be in my radar of us potentially hanging out again in San Diego. Because yeah. I go to San Diego a lot and he's really cute. And I would text him and be like, hey, I'm going to be in San Diego. And most likely because of the everything that's happened, he probably would have blown me off. And then I would have been disappointed again. Hmm. So I just set a boundary and I protected myself. I think that's good. Yeah. So anyway. But it's funny though, like that you couldn't do that without like just being like, okay, like I gave this guy like way too many swings, you know, like. I know. With, like, and so just, just done without like speaking that to him. Yes. Like you couldn't have just decided it inside of you. Correct. And that is something I'm working on. Mm -hmm. I don't like not responding to text messages. That's so fascinating. It, it, it gives me anxiety. Like if someone mm. texts me, I have to text them back almost immediately. Like mm. I don't like unread text messages on my phone. If I forget to text something, someone back, I like panic about that I forgot to. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to be the person that leaves someone on read because I respond to every text message. So I just like that is something I'm working on. I think you're right. I think that it doesn't always have to have this conclusive ending. Going back 
I feel good about how things, like I didn't cry over this guy. Mm -hmm. I haven't not reached out to this guy since then. Good job. You know, and, and I unfollowed him on Instagram and he still follows me and watches all my stories and likes my pictures. So I feel like, I feel like in that's the, a win. That's a I, win. I feel like it. I feel like in the end I won. You know, I'm, I'm now going to continue to live my life and lesson learned. Okay. So I, I have to ask cause you told three stories. Yes. Two about friends of yours and yes. one about you. Now, what conclusion are you yes. drawing from these three stories? Because I have a few. Okay. So so I think the simple conclusion is that the guys were into my friends. Uh-huh. And this guy was not into me. Yeah. That's a simple conclusion. Yeah. And I think if you look at all of the circumstances of my two friends, their guys are making effort, showing initiative, showing assertiveness. Mm -hmm. And with my instance, I was the one making the effort, showing the assertiveness, showing the initiative. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we make excuses. Yeah. So I made excuses for this guy. A right? lot. A lot of excuses. <laughs> I made a lot of excuses for this guy. I'm not trying to shame you, but yeah. I mean, because yeah. I think you deserve, right? Like I think. I yeah, deserve a guy who's really into me. Yes. And you hear that behavior that this guy's yes. doing and you're like, and, what are we doing? And I this? have experienced guys being really into of me. Course. So it's not something that I'm not used to. Yeah. It's just, it's not often that I feel so connected to a person. And I think that's why I tried so hard. Okay. Let me ask you this. How much of your like excitement for what could be with this guy was physical it was like attraction. So it was a lot of things. It was physical attraction. Uh -huh. He lived in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> physical attraction, zip code. Zip code. <laughs> okay. Um, his job, he had a really good job. Uh -huh. So he had money. Okay. And it looked like he liked to have fun. Like, and we, mm. I felt like we laughed a lot. We bantered well. Yeah. I felt like we communicated the same. He was a little younger. He was 28. Yeah. And I, I liked dating guys that are a little younger because I feel like they have a little bit more life in them than uh -huh. the older guys. I feel like... First all, of all, how dare you? I feel oh, like all the older guys just need way more therapy. That's true. It's true, right? So, I don't know. There were just... Honestly, there were just a lot of boxes that were checked for me. Of course, the obvious boxes that weren't checked is, is he into you? And that one was like a no. I, I really like that you brought these three stories because there's a lot of interesting stuff. So, one of them is like, I think there is a truth, and I was almost going to say unfortunate truth, but I don't think it's an unfortunate truth. It's a truth of relationships and relationship dynamics that there is this sort of chaser and chased yes. sort of dynamic, right? Yeah. And so when one person, when two people are drawn to each other in an initial way and one person sort of starts retreating or whatever, then the other person is going to be like, no, 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 get back here. And a lot of times relationships can go on for a long time where that dynamic is flipping back and forth, mm -hmm. right? And those are like, some people call them codependent relationships or whatever. Those or avoid are, and anxious. Yeah, or mm -hmm. like where there's just like like a lot, you know, like it's that one couple where there's like constant drama. Yes. You know, where it's like, oh, now she's mad at him and now he's mad at her. Yes. Or or like now they're not talking and then all of a sudden now they're like head over heels for each other, blah, blah, blah. Like codependency is a thing that I think takes a toll on both people. And codependency is like a loose construct, right? It's mm -hmm. not 
It's not like in the DSM, so it's not like a really established like okay. By the way, psychological you're, you're speaking term. a lot of like really big words. Okay, sorry. You might need to like <laughs> not necessarily for the earth. listeners, but for myself. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I think those kinds of relationships are are difficult. Like take a toll on people. A lot of people are in like 30 and 40 year marriages that have some of those dynamics mm-hmm. in play, right? Yeah. But so so I'm really curious about what, what your feelings about these three stories are because on one hand it's like, oh, there's the chaser and the chased like thing. And so, and I, I feel like I can already hear you being like, I'm not going to play games and try to play hard to get and stuff like that, which I fully support. But I also feel like if you think about the your friends and the other two stories, like, I think there was a way in which they were like, I'm interested, but not that interested. Like, let's see what you got. Mm-hmm. And you got real interested. Mm-hmm. And then we're trying to like force the square peg into the round hole, mm-hmm. kind of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wait, you know, like all the chances and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like, I guess the question is like, what is that about? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely think there's something to be said about when someone feels your eagerness that's a turnoff it comes across as clingy and eager and I think though like I don't know how to explain it but I thought he was just as eager things Mm. that he said the text that he sent me yeah I miss you the kissy faces like right when Mm. I left all the eyes all the (laughs) eyes so I get I just I guess I thought he was on the same page and he wasn't playing games yeah and so I decided I wasn't going to play games and I was just going to mm-hmm. be myself. Yeah. And and he didn't, that's not what he wanted. So ultimately it blew up in my face. Yeah. But again. Because I can almost, I can almost see the approach of like the other two women in the stories of like, let's see what this is. Right? Like a real like, oh, maybe this is someone I chat with at the party for five minutes. Or maybe we make out at midnight and then he leaves with his friends, I leave with my friends, and then that's that, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think there is something about that sort of openness, that flexibility, mm-hmm. that like, like I'm not going to try to make this anything, you know, uh, that maybe is kind of conducive to like someone being like, oh, wait, like, what is this person about? Like, cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I feel like in the beginning, like, I, I mean, I wasn't like, can I come back to your place? Yes. I want to hang yeah. out longer. He was the one that called me, pursued yep. me, really wanted me to come to his place. True. And I did. And maybe that was my mistake because I shouldn't have gone to his place. I don't think that's true, though. I don't see. I don't think there's like a rule book. So, like, I think. I, and I don't either. And so I think, I think to kind of wrap this up. Sure. Here's, here's my final thoughts. You can let me know what you think. But ultimately, this guy and I are not meant to be together. Yep. That's the ultimate truth. Yeah. Right? So what however that plays out, whether I mm. scared him off or whether I made the mistake or whatever, the truth is is if he were the right person, he wouldn't have cared. Mm-hmm. He would have accepted me for who I am. He would have chased me and put the effort in. And I wouldn't have had that weird anxiety of like why did he ghost me for five hours? He probably would have checked in and been like, hey, listen, I'm with my friends. I still yep. want to see you tonight. I'll check in later. Yeah. You know? Yep. So I think I think ultimately, like, it just wasn't meant to be. Like, I was bummed. I was definitely bummed. Uh-huh. But I moved on and 
and now look at it and was like, okay, well, yeah. lesson learned. Yeah, and I mean, and and that's the thing. I think the thing that's like universal that everyone can relate to is like sometimes you get it really excited about something, mm-hmm. and it and it fucking sucks. Like, yes, you know, and like, and and we've all had the experience where we get psyched about something, and then we kind of overlook some of the flags. But no, I agree. Yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> okay. okay so we're gonna end this we're gonna end this on a funny note i wanted to bring up blowjobs okay you know just to segue really naturally sure. into the next yeah. topic i was asking jared earlier if he's had any like awkward blowjob stories and he said not really and i said well have you had any stories of like bad blowjobs and what was your answer i was like that's like most of them <laughs> like that's like yeah so maybe later we'll give a blowjob, like, how to. Maybe we'll have a, an episode about how to do proper blowjobs. And well, see, here's a, to I don't, yes, we could totally do that. I To me, it's not like, uh, I think everyone focuses on, like, it's a technique thing. I, I my, my big thing is that any kind of sexual activity, sexual intimacy, without, like, trust and emotional safety and being able to like maintain like a connection that feels good to Mm -hmm. both people like moment to moment Mm -hmm. to moment like feels shitty Mm -hmm. and it feels shitty for both people although like people react to that feeling in very different ways Mm -hmm. and so to me like joking around being like yeah like most of them are bad is like less about like a technique of like oh like put your hand here and do this with your tongue or something like that mm-hmm. um and more about like whether both people are sort of connected and and into what's happening and like whatever but yeah i don't know i mean i think <laughs> i, I think like, yeah, i'm really good at giving bullshit. them i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> okay so i i'll i'll just uh, we're going to end i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you guys a funny blowjob story that I have. Great. So this was a guy that I kind of had like a friends with benefits type situation. But again, I told him we're not having sex. (laughs) So we did a lot of other things, but we did not have sex. Which by the way, is the best. That is, that's, if there's one move I could recommend to everybody out there, Male, female, gay, straight, whatever, gender non-conforming, sorry, trying to cover all the bases. Yes, we support everybody here. Okay. Is like, I call it the underwear rule, but like, just whatever you need to do, like, don't, it's so easy to, when you get in the heat of the moment, to be in a hurry and get yes. to, like, penetrative sex or whatever the, like, the kind of top of the mountain mm-hmm. is. And, like, once you've been there, you can't, like, be on the way there anymore. So, like, delay that. Yes, right? like, I so, agree. I, yeah. I think there's, yes, totally. Okay. So, anyway, so we were doing a lot of other things. This wasn't going to be a relationship, and he was really sweet. He was a nice guy. We had a lot of fun together, but it wasn't, the future wasn't there for me. I didn't see it either. One day I gave him a blowjob, and he had not been circumcised. Okay. And I I have Probably still has not. (laughs) (laughs) And I have been with uncircumcised men before, but Uh there was a lot of foreskin. Like a lot of foreskin. Sure. So I peeled back the foreskin, Uh and there were like these little bumps, like a lot of like little bumps. Mm Mm-hmm. And so me being very graceful and Uh, non-confrontational, I said, what are all these bumps? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And he was like, oh, it's just something I've had since I was a kid. Okay. And so he's like. This was the first time you've sort of seen the dick up close? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 
So anyway, so he's like, oh, it's just something I've had since I was a kid. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I start like, I peel back his foreskin uh-huh. and I, like he was very active and worked out a lot mm-hmm. and you could tell, like it smelled like sweat. It tasted like sweat, but not mm. even just like sweat, like old funk. sweat. Yeah, like, like there's a funk. Funk. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I'm like yeah. trying not to breathe, trying to keep the foreskin back. I'm trying to forget about the the little bumps, and he, <laughs> <laughs> he comes pretty quickly, thank God. Okay. So anyway, so then afterwards, we're sitting on the couch watching the OC because he wanted to watch the OC. Nice. Oh, I couldn't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's so corny and dramatic so anyway and i sit there and i'm texting my friend and i said i just gave so and so a blowjob well i accidentally texted it to him no (laughs) (laughs) and he turns and he goes he shows me his phone and i'm like oh my gosh i'm like i'm so sorry so then i i mean it was fine whatever i mean i I don't get super embarrassed easily, but yeah. so then I texted my friend and then her response shows up on my laptop, which is what we're watching the OC on. So her response is, well, how, how was it? And so I turned to this guy and I said, well, I don't know. How was it? How would you rate it? And he goes, oh, I'd give, I'd give you an eight. And I wanted to be like, you give me a fucking eight. Do you know what I went through giving <laughs> you that blowjob? I deserve a medal for this. That's funny. So anyway, he kind of went into detail why he'd give me eight. But I never gave him a blowjob again. And that was... Because of the eight? No. (laughs) I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) But I mean, let's be real. Like, it should have been like an 11. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, that was my most traumatizing blowjob experience. Yeah. With a guy that was not that into me. Like, cleanliness is like important, you know? Like, and it's... um, It's like, but like sometimes you don't know that you're going to get a blow, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) like I once got a blowjob from someone like having like just got off of a plane. Oh God. And I couldn't get it out of my head. I was like, should I stop? And she was like, I really want to do this. And I was like, uh, you know, it was kind of like in the moment, like, I don't know. I mean, did it work out? Okay. I think. I mean, I, don't, I didn't get. I didn't get any feet. You know, I didn't get any like. What are these bumps? Or I didn't get any like. What are these? I didn't bumps? get any feedback. But what are these bumps? But like, but so like, I mean, I think like you know, Should obviously. That be the title of this episode. Oh no! What are these bumps? No, um, that's hilarious. But yeah, I mean, so like you know, everyone should groom and and maintain well. But sometimes, like, you don't know that someone's yeah, going to go down and, there. and this guy is a very nice guy. Like, yeah. I'm, I, he's, I'm sure everything is fine. But yeah. anyway. Also, I'm sure it was an 11. Boom. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so on that note, we're going to wrap up. I want to encourage you guys to rate and review on iTunes. You can follow me at hello and goodbye podcast on Instagram. My personal account is at Leanna Joan Yoga, J-O-A-N. You can find Jared through the Hello and Goodbye yeah. Instagram. We might have to work on upgrading his Instagram a little bit if you guys start to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> and hello underscore by underscore pod on Twitter. Please share with your friends. Send me DMs. I want to hear your crazy dating stories, crazy sex, blowjob stories, and then tag us in your Instagram stories. And we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.